welcome and thank you for tuning into Joy Tutor, the podcast. I am Joanna Williams, your host, also known as Joe the Joy Tutor. Get ready to unpack, learn, and celebrate the journey of becoming a thriving entrepreneur. In this space, we are trailblazers who stand in our power and boldly manifest our biggest dreams. Welcome, Aziza. Hi. Thank you so much, honey, for joining um, the Joy to the Podcast. It has been a long time coming. Mm -hmm. Um, I will truthfully say, life is happening. And you reminded me via text, like, hey, are we still on tonight? And that that sadness was like, "Mm -mm, that's just, I said, no. Nope, nope, nope. There will never be a perfect time, right? Life will always happen. So we are here. And I shared that because that was for anyone who may be going through something and their dreams are being delayed because you're going through something. Absolutely. So no more delaying. So with that being said, I am going to pass it over to you so you can introduce yourself. Let us know who you are. Okay. Well, hey everyone. My name is Aziza and I am a therapist. I am the owner of a private therapy practice called Healing on Us. And I am also the co-author of a book anthology called From Hurting to Healing. And so I'm excited to be here to have this conversation and be able to uplift anyone that might be tuning in and watching this. And so, yeah. Thank you for welcoming me. Oh, you are most welcome. So let me open the question, have the opening question. Um, Now Mm -hmm. that you are in the space of doing what you've always dreamed, right? You're independent. You have your freedom to create your own schedule. Um, Just create your own energy in this world and give back Mm -hmm. based on your own time, your own way. What have you learned since then in this space of freedom? Okay. I've learned a lot. So I'll, I'll start with the first thing that came up for me when you were talking about this space of freedom. And when you started the, before your introduction into introducing me to Joy Tudor, everyone that's watching was life happening and you deciding to continue to have this podcast interview despite life happening. Because what I learned is that I'm not fearless right and it's like I felt like I knew it before but I would try to not be fearful once I had acceptance that that is something that comes up for me I was able to push past fear that part matters so much because even in the midst of this freedom and me doing what I want to do I have moments where I'm like what am I doing (laughs) I left a, a solid job that was paying me well and I knew consistently every single week or every two weeks because that's how often I would get paid what I was going to get so when I started this entrepreneurial journey I had to go into the marketplace that was one thing which I'm still grateful for that I had the opportunity to have health insurance but it wasn't coming from an employer anymore so my rates skyrocketed and then I had to go from having people that were able to be a part of a team in which 
even though there was pressure because I was managing it, there was still like other people. It wasn't solo. It wasn't just me. So fear comes up for me. Anxiety comes up for me. And I like to be transparent about that because I think that fear and anxiety and life happening, as you mentioned, are the three things that will keep people from moving forward because they'll be in this space of when this happens, then I'll do it. If I waited for fear to leave me, I would never be where I'm at right now. If I was dependent on this fear not being there, every time it came up, I would have decided to quit. It would have just been this roller coaster ride of me going back to another nonprofit or someone's nine to five because it felt safer because this fear was coming up for me. So that was one of the things that I learned along this journey. The other thing was me just realizing what was for me and what I was no longer going to settle for. And so that shows up for me just like well-rounded across the board in my life with my relationship, with the friends that I have around me, with my business and with myself, right? Because I can like tolerate certain things on a one-to-one basis, not take care of myself, not get rest when I need to, not engage in self-care. And so when I realized what I wanted and stuck with my values, then I saw the difference in the energy that was even around me because I know that was like such a pivotal part of me being where I'm at right now because people places things they discuss that in programs like AA and NA because it's true like people places and things can certainly bring you down and sometimes I think that there's difficulty in releasing those things one because it's normal to you Right? Similar to how I was discussing being at a, another organization because there was this complacency. It's like, okay, I'm good here. Right? I yeah. know what to expect. We do yeah. the same thing with the people in our lives and the places that we decide to be in. There's normalcy and complacency with that. So when you step out of those circles, you are really stepping out in faith but you're also stepping on your standards, right? You have Mm. your foundation because you're saying, I'm not going to settle for less than what I know is meant for me. Takes courage and you can still have fear and courage and that's okay because you're not going to let the fear take over. The courage comes from like, I'm gonna move in spite of the fear. I'm gonna release you in spite of the fear of what like might happen. Who's gonna come next? As long as it ain't you, right? <laughs> like, that's okay. That is Absolutely. all right. So this journey, this place of freedom, what I learned is that I had to be firm mm-hmm. on what was for me and set boundaries that I wasn't willing to waver on. That's powerful. I think of it as when you said your values, most large companies have a set of principles and values. Yeah. 
right? Mm -hmm. That they say that their employees must live out and work in according to, in, in accordance to, and it's so powerful and profound because when you created your own set of values and principles, right? Best practices. Mm -hmm. And said, this is what I wake up and live by. Here's my blueprint. That, that really helps to filter how the people places, right? And Absolutely. things affect you because now you have a, you have guardrails. Yes. Literally yeah. guardrails. As you were saying, you know, people stepping on you. Like, I just want to talk about the people portion of okay. having freedom. As I've been going through this transformational rebirthing year, started exactly a year ago, I'm finding that the shedding process of who I was and the energy that was connected to those people in my life at, at that time, it's a little difficult. Hmm. It's difficult because I am, I now know my worth. And so things that were acceptable a year ago, two years ago, 10 years ago, they, when they do show up, it hit, it hits me differently. Mm -hmm. It's very uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, that's unacceptable. Yeah. That did not feel loving or feel respectful or just it didn't feel positive. Mm -hmm. And so I'm able to clearly see where I have allowed some to take advantage of me. And where I have, again, not having values and principles around my own self-worth at times where folks expect for you to show up in a way yes. that you've always showed up. And now that I'm no longer doing those things and I'm, I've shifted my perspective about myself and now I'm pushing back and saying no, and that's not coming across and being mm -hmm. received in a positive way. So I have been doing some cutting of cords, energetic cords and relationships. And it's just, it's different, it's difficult. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the transition period yeah. is difficult. Um, you made a comment before we started recording was that, you know, you asked one of your clients and you think to yourself, would you accept that from a man? Speaking of like from girlfriend to girlfriend, good yeah. Judy to good Judy, would you accept that from your male lover or romantic partner? Mm -hmm. That really resonated with me. And I've been thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. That's where I am. I'm no longer accepting it. And it's hard. Absolutely. It's hard. And I think that the transparency that you just shared will definitely support someone that is experiencing something very similar. It is hard. It's not easy. And I share with people that the first step for any type of growth is acknowledgement. Like we have to acknowledge that this is not working. And that can sometimes be difficult because once we acknowledge similarly to what's happening with you, we're like, oh, that doesn't feel good. It's like, now we can't ignore it because I'm saying to myself, something is happening in my life, whether I'm doing it to myself or someone else is doing it to me that I don't like, and I can't ignore it anymore. So now when it happens, you're like faced with this feeling that was, it was there before, but you, 
we bypass it. We, we take it as like, oh, that's just them. And so my comment to you was about, yeah, would you, if that was a woman, because I was, I was talking to someone that was in a relationship with a man, if that was one of your female friends, would you, pardon me, if that was your man, she was talking to you about a friend, would you accept that? Would you accept that treatment? And it can be vice versa because sometimes it is a romantic partner and the treatment is accepted. It can be a parent, mm -hmm. right? It can be an adult child. And I'm like, just really getting to like these pain points. It can be a spouse, a grandparent, right? Someone's title does not give them permission to put you below where you're supposed to be. But the other piece of that is they're gonna to continue to do that unless you initiate the change, right? Because as you shared with recognizing your worth makes it your responsibility to show other people how you want to be treated. And it's difficult because sometimes people will have fear about if they're not around, who else will be? And I normalize that. Like there's no judgment around this concern of what's going to happen. Like I'm in this, I'm in this position now of, of talking about this stuff and saying in this powerful way what it looks like to honor yourself, but I wasn't always there. Right. Just being fully transparent and, and you know, because we know each other personally, but I wasn't always there. So I could never look at someone and cast judgment. It is is so not about that. But I, my hope is to always look at someone and be able to say that it can look different. Like the, where you're at now doesn't have to be where you are tomorrow, a month from now, next year. And yes, it's the process. I'm never saying like cut the cord tonight and, and move on, but I'm like, you now you know, as you yeah. share, this doesn't feel right. So when it doesn't feel right, then you ask yourself, why am I even doing this? Like, what benefit am I getting from this place, this relationship, this friendship? Because toxicity comes in many forms. Okay? So we recognize that. And then we have a choice to make, right? It's yeah. our worth that we're, we're showing. And so someone else isn't going to honor it. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, We have to show up for ourselves, right? Yes. There's that responsibility. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. um, where I, now that I have come to terms with who I am as a person, you know, and I had to go through the process of going all the way back to literally, and I know this has been going around a lot and trending, healing your inner child, but I literally had to heal my inner child. And what that looked like was me walking through guided meditations where I would um, walk up, you know, see a tree out in the distance and mm -hmm. I see someone sitting there as I'm walking closer and closer, I put, I, I, I see a child, right? And I had to think about how old was I when I felt mm. first felt the pain of someone telling me I was unworthy or I was unloved? And it took me back to when I was 13. And I walked up to 13-year-old Joanna and I said, I want you to know that you are loved. 
Wow. You are worthy. No matter what this world tells you, you do not have to perform to be mm. loved. Mm. And so coming out of that, and of course, that's just a very high level example. Um, yeah. So on the other side of that is what I've learned is I have been performing to feel loved because I was so fearful of rocking the boat, so fearful of using my voice. You know, this goes to the throat chakra, um, feeling punished because the pattern had recently where I was just open and honest and mm -hmm. from a place and space of love saying, here's my truth on this. This yeah. is how it made me feel, but I just can't show up to perform anymore. That's right. I'm going through something and I can't be the Joanna or the Joe that I used to be where I would say, yes, 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 yes. At the expense of my own well-being. Mm -hmm. And to have the voice and the, the, you know, the courage to say that and then to sit back and feel the backlash of that was hard. And then when you get the confirmation that, oh, that's what this was, that you can't unsee it. <laughs> you can't, you, you, you know, you, you look at the relationship different. It's just the energy feels different. And there's a grieving process that happens. Um, and then there is a space where I've come to terms and I'm at peace. But at the same time, while I'm dealing with this, you know, life is still happening. Mm -hmm. um, I'm still a mother, you know, I'm still in a relationship with my life partner here and work is still work. But at the same time, I have this passion. Here it is, Joy Tudor, where I know I can reach and teach and heal but how does the healer find the space to heal? Come on now. Mm -hmm. And here we are today, you know, again, my dog of 16 years passed, my daughter is hurting and, and my hair is falling out like crazy. Mm -hmm. um, lost like at least 70, 75% of my hair. And I'm here though. I'm here. I'm still here. And to anyone out there going through anything, get back up. That's right. Get back up. I'm that here. So true. Yes. If it's not on the t-shirt, you need to put it on one. Life is still happening because I love that. It's because it's so true. I can't tell you how many times people come to me about happiness. Right? It's like I'm not happy. Mm -hmm. and I want to be and that's what they're coming to me for and I know when they say that like you're hurting I'm, I'm hurting it's painful and I get that and that some things are just really really difficult to work through and get past but what I also know and I don't know where this quote came from but when I had um this is like my earlier years of being a therapist I think it was like my first year or two as a therapist i had a plaque in my office and it said happiness is a destination happiness is a journey not a destination mm. happiness is a journey not yes. a destination and so i'll share that with people sometimes not to negate 
their experience, but going off of exactly what you just shared. Life is still happening because the reality is it's going to continue to ebb and flow. Okay? Losses will happen. We will have like additions to families. There will mm -hmm. be weddings. There will be funerals. There will be birthdays. There will be hospital visits. Right? There is a mixture of things that occur in life. And it's definitely not about ignoring the things that cause us pain. Because as you shared, it was like you, you had a choice. Right? It was either I'm going to not have this podcast interview with Aziza because I'm hurting right now and I believe you that you're hurting or I'm going to decide to continue to have this podcast interview because life is still happening right like I'm, I'm going to make this choice to keep going and I can still grieve afterwards I can still honor my pain I can still do what's needed in order to support myself but what I'm not going to do is stop right? that part like I'm, I'm not going to do that's not stopping it's it, you know it just there will never be a perfect time yes there'll never be a perfect time and giving up is not an option yeah. you know i'm i'm tired of delaying my destiny and my joy mm -hmm. and my passion because of you know life is still happening yeah. <laughs> so guess what i'm making a choice to to be raw and to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm, I'm an open book at this point because I know that someone out there can benefit from this. You know, I know my tribe is out there. I know someone who resonate with this message, standing in my power, standing mm -hmm. in my self-worth, standing in my destiny to power forward and not be afraid of my power anymore, Aziza. Yes. That scared me. Oh my gosh, how many people say, Joe, you have inspired me. You've helped me. You <laughs> it's because yeah. of you I finished my master's. It's because of you. I've I'm running, you know, started my business. And mm -hmm. that made me afraid because again, we go back to that imposter syndrome. That am I really, you know, the voices from the yeah. childhood, am I really all of that? Am I, mm -hmm. you know, am I, can I, am I really capable of that? Yeah, absolutely. I am. This, right. That is my superpower. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm going to take this opportunity to like make it even more uncomfortable for you and be okay with it. You are powerful. <laughs> you Thank really you. are. And before you said it, that's what I'm like, when I start to speak again, I'm just going to speak to how powerful Joanna is my business. You're one of the people that spoke to me. And I shared this before when you had the award ceremony where you honored me, which I'm still just like, you're honoring me. But you, we spoke about that before I even had a name for this business, before I said that I was actually going to start a private therapy practice. You've seen me have my podcast. I've had the nonprofit, recently the book. And you came to the house to visit. So not only did we have this conversation in a, a restaurant, I should probably like fill people in where you were just like, one day we're gonna be talking about this story. You're gonna be sharing it with people. You're gonna be receiving an award. And it, it was just like, so out of the blue, but so inspiring and so matter of factly, like you, you just knew what was to come, right? 
and you came to my house, didn't even have all our furniture in it. I think we had like our little blue couch sitting upstairs <laughs> that was like too small for this huge living room. So I'm like showing you downstairs. I'm like, yeah. And I'm thinking about it. It was, it was a thought. I'm thinking like, this is what I think I want to do. I think I want to start a practice. You're like, you should make down here your office. Like it's perfect. So you have this part of you that's able to be a visionary and speak life to other people. So yes, you are powerful. And I love that you are acknowledging that and saying like, I'm not going to hide from that anymore because you've been doing it, touching so many people on a one-to-one -one basis. Like, you know how many people can just like shine because of your light? Yeah, my girlfriend, Tasha K, <laughs> TK, she said, Joe, someone is waiting on you. Mm -hmm. someone needs you and they're waiting on you and I said you're right and, and I realized Z, that I was shrinking myself to make other people around me feel comfortable as well and, you know people would yeah shrinking myself in the room because it would make other people uncomfortable mm -hmm. you know I just at that point I was kind of like oh I I don't want to, you know, you know, be too big, too big of an energy or be too successful or share, you know, where I'm at, or just, I don't want to shine literally too much in the room because it would make folks uncomfortable. And then they'll start bad mouthing me, bad mouthing me. And, yeah. and, but that was, again, me going back to my childhood trauma of not feeling yeah. loved and feeling worthy and, you know how you have back and some people can relate to this, how you have some family members or friends that say, when you like, oh yeah, I'm going for my bachelor's degree or I'm going to start this business or I got a promotion. Oh, you think you're better than somebody. Mm -hmm. You know how many times I've heard that? Wow. <laughs> you know, and so that helped me back in a sense, but mm -hmm. I don't know why or how Aziza, but I am just able to, when we were at the dinner table, I just felt it. I just knew it. I saw it. And I was like, no, you'll be okay. You're fine. You just need to push mm -hmm. this out of the way and, and, and you'll be fine. That's right. Yeah. And, and it touched me sincerely. And I want to share too, like, I, I never felt like I couldn't be myself around you. And even though I'm a therapist, I'm an introvert. And I'll tell people sometimes, like if I'll have like a <laughs> client that's an introvert, I'm like, I, I get you. I'm an introvert too. And I'm also an empath, right? So I like yeah. energy is really strong for me. And so I, you and I have had conversations before, which I'm okay with that. My friend circle is small, not because it's like, I'm fearful of being around other people or there's a wall up, but I'm just like, mm -hmm. it's a comfort level for me. Yeah. So you're definitely one of those people where I'm like, yeah, like I open up to you. We, we talk, you could come when you came that first time to visit, we had that walk around the block. So you're, you're such like, like the name says with joy to it is such a joy to be around. And so don't dim your light. Right? Cause if you, if you dimmed it around me, then I wouldn't have received the support that was so pivotal for me because you were being yourself when you were at the dinner table, because you were talking to me like, like <laughs> what they say now, like the auntie's like, listen, <laughs> no. 
we I were mean, sitting down <laughs> eating these chips and I was like oh she is giving me the read I'm like okay you're like oh. okay Joanna I just yeah. want to tell you this just to give you a heads up Oh, oh no. Yes. Oh no, 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 no. This I said this is the last time you will ever do this. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you that ever have another so conversation true. like this? Yeah. No, ma'am. Let me just mm-hmm. remind you real quick who you are. Let me not only yes. let me take your crown. Where's where's your pocketbook? Mm-hmm. Let me put your crown back on your head, ma'am, and straighten it. Yes. yes. One of your little rubies might have fallen off, but don't you go through yes. detail about how your ruby fell out? It's none of their business. Yes. <laughs> and you can have one of mine Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes and this is where you're gonna be I say all that to say I didn't bust you out but guess what here's a bonus this is this is what I see as the path yes yeah I believe in speaking life into people you Mm -hmm. you cannot show up if you can't show up as who you are and I had this is me ministering to Mm -hmm. myself then how can you even make an impact that's right. I mean, me ministering to you is me ministering to myself. Mm-hmm. I always check myself through other people. Well, <laughs> and here I we mean, are. Here we are. Yes. So I, I don't know. I was getting ready to say thank you, but I'm like, am I cutting the cutting it short? You are not cutting it okay. short because we don't need to keep it long. We just need okay. to get to the point because I'm a woman in my forties. Okay, and the way my sleep is set up, <laughs> it, it felt like the time to say thank you. But I was like, wait, Absolutely. did I? Did no, I the audience, button? depending on the demographic, our audience is yes. probably like, okay, y'all, we got it in, sis. Okay, let's grab our pocketbooks. Yes, let's sir. call our Ubers. <laughs> <laughs> It was my pleasure though. I had, I had, I enjoyed this whole thing and I, I pray that it touches so many people. I really, really do. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. As always, I'm always shining the light on my queen. So their rubies and their crowns can always shine and sparkle. This is just the beginning. Um, you get to pop back on you know, in a few weeks or a few months or whatever, just to check mm-hmm. in on you, see how you're doing and see if you have any more pearls of wisdom for us. So thank you, Mrs. Isa. Yeah, you are welcome. <laughs> and talk to you soon, huh? All right, bye. Bye. It was so nice for you to hang out with us today. We appreciate your time. To follow us and keep up with our events, programs, classes, check us out at joytutor.com and also on social media. You'll find our account under Joy Tutor. Have a good one.